0: Good morning, North Platte, here on FM at 98.1 a.m. 1410. It's Ken Ratz back here with you on this Wednesday edition. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Hopefully, you're having a wonderful start to your Wednesday morning. I know I am. Hopefully, our guest today is having a good start to his Wednesday morning. But hey, joining us today is North Platte Mayor Brandon Kelleher, just recapping yesterday's city council meeting. And Mayor, first and foremost, good morning. How are we doing today? Good morning. Doing pretty well. Not nearly as cold
1: out as it has been the last couple mornings. I was excited. A little shout out to the Great Plains Health uh, engineering team because they had our our offices a really nice 71 degrees this morning, and they've been much colder than that the last couple mornings with all the really uh, cold weather. And you can imagine in a big building like the hospital, it takes a lot to keep everything the right temperature. And of course, we want to keep the patients in the clinical areas the comfortable temperature and... <clears throat> so the
0: IT area doesn't always get the immediate attention, nor should it, but we're really happy to have the right temperature this morning. So. And I'm very excited that, you know, now that we're out of this chill warning, it should be more on more warmer this winter weather, to say the least, I can sure say that. That's right. I think it'll be
1: really nice probably the rest of it. Well, not really nice, but it'll be nice and uh, winter-like the rest of the season, I hope.
0: Mm. North Flat Mayor Brandon Keller joining us here today. Just to recap what happened at yesterday's city council meeting, let's kind of talk about it. I know a big thing has been the rec center and the Cody pool plans. Uh, Kind of talk about that a little bit. Well, we spent about not quite an hour of
1: last night's meeting on uh, a presentation by the local architect firms. that are representing RDG, who is the larger architectural firm designing the rec center. And uh, Grant Krieger specifically spent, with input from some others, spent quite a bit of time describing the plans for the rec center and also did a little bit on the Cody Park pool plans. Um, and the council approved a moving, forward, moving the project forward to bid. So that's an exciting step. That means sometime in the next 60 to 90 days, the project will go out for bid. And we'll get the bids back. Hopefully, they'll be within the budget. And if so, then we'll proceed with building the project Know, probably beginning sometime around late spring or early summer this year.
0: I know another big thing has been about has been just about the skate park in town. Kind of talk about an update on the skate park. Certainly, that's been a pretty frequently asked question here lately. And the skate park,
1: we were waiting till we saw what the footprint of the rec center plans was going to be. And right now, if you look at the plans, you can see that where the skate park sets will be, uh, well, it'll be green space or it might be might be sand volleyball or but it's really near the edge of the parking lot for the new rec center so the skate park will need to be relocated which is what we thought would probably happen but we thought we should probably wait till the the actual uh, rec center plans were complete now that they're largely complete uh, we can set about figuring out a new location for the skate park and also what the new skate park will have uh, because it will be more than just what it is today obviously we have little over a half million dollars to spend developing a new skate park. So we want to look for something that has some changes in contour or changes in elevation. You know, most skate parks have bowls or bumps or dips or I'm probably not using the right terms, but something along those lines for the skaters. And we want to make sure that we have a skate park that has, uh, uh, that has elements for people who are just learning to skate as well as people who are more experienced and some people who are really good. So we want to make sure we have those different elements so people can,
0: and uh, learn to improve their skating ability. So were you a skater when you were younger? Oh, no, I am not. But our in Carney, our outdoor hockey rink, our roller rink, is actually right next to our skate park. So it's always amazing to watch them do what they can do but also they get mad at us when we accidentally shot our street hockey pucks or our street hockey balls into their skate park <laughs> while they're skating but it's a, it's a cool setup and it's really cool to see what uh, some of those you know some of those skaters are very talented I don't think I can ever jump on a board like that and do tricks like they can <laughs> I would end up in the hospital if I tried something like that so I'm not in a good way so I, I but I do
1: appreciate the artistry of, of skaters and people who really put in the effort it's it's really a genuine sport I mean it takes quite a bit of effort to get good at that so we hope to provide a, a nice skate park and the big question i think in the short term is not only going to be what's what specific elements are going to be in this skate park but but where is it going to be and uh, the committee that we've put together to look at what's going to be in the skate park specifically is going to get together i don't remember the date it's either next week or the following week and begin that process i would imagine by june or july we'll have figured out what's going to be there and where it's going to go so we shouldn't be able to announce that at that point
0: North Platte Mayor Brandon Keller for joining us here today. Just recapping yesterday's city council meeting. And uh, Mayor, I know community amenities are always important. Why are community amenities important? Well, you, you're someone who
1: came to North Platte to help with a community amenity, right? If, if you look at, at baseball in North Platte, not so much. Baseball is here for people to enjoy and people to participate in the city. But uh, the Plainsmen were somewhat of a community amenity. I mean, it's something for people to do in the town and something, a reason for people to come and visit. I mean, that's what amenities are. So things like the rec center, the Cody Pool. Uh, The skate park, Uh, many of the businesses we have in our town would be would be considered amenities of one sort or another. Um, You've got to have nice restaurants. You've got to have things for people to do. Volleyball leagues in this wintertime, you know, things like that. All those things amount to amenities in the community. Uh, Without those, you can't attract people to your town. And for your community to grow, you need to have people coming to your community. I mean, some people don't think about it, but the more people you have in your town, the lower the taxes are because you're spreading the expense of the community over more people. Now, if you have a a community that doesn't have very many people and you have a big town, then people are paying per capita more in tax. Whereas if you have more people in a smaller area, they're paying less, generally speaking. Obviously there's gonna be some oddities to that, but generally speaking, that's how taxes work. So it's important to have sort of right size your town. And if you want people to come to your town,
0: you gotta have things for them to do, it's that simple. I mean, if there was nothing to do here but your job, would you have moved here? That's a good question. To be honest with you, probably not. To be honest, since there's not really much, there wouldn't be really anything to do. Right. So if all you had to do was work, you know, you might come and
1: stay for a while, but you probably wouldn't consider making your family here or or staying over the long haul if you didn't have anything to do outside of work. Um, you know, there's a few workaholics around like myself, but um, <laughs> but we like to do things once in a while too. So. Anyway, that's why community manager is important. It's something that your town has to have to grow, and we certainly want our community to grow and prosper. We want people
0: to live here to have a good life and have something exciting to do. And there's lots of fun things out here in North Platte I've come to enjoy. Um... Excuse me, like you know, looking at the small, like the local small businesses. I've had the chance to go over. Finally, had the chance to go over to the new mall and just check out the stores they have there and Dunhams. And, and you know, I've walked through, and it's like, okay, there's some stuff. But also going to the Golden Ticket to watch a movie on Tuesdays, where it's a little bit cheaper day. It's there's always some stuff. There's always something to do. I can sure say that. And plus, right now in the wintertime with the outdoor ice rink, which I hear has been pretty popular. So it's good to see that North Platte has stuff for folks. And then we got the new baseball team coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am very excited about the ice rink. Uh, that is one area that we're probably lacking a little bit and the new
1: rec center is going to help fill some of the void there is but it's things to do in the winter time i mean when the weather gets nice boy there's there's so much to do you can't keep up in north platte actually but during the winter months if you're not an ice fisherman or something like that you know your opportunities are definitely a little bit diminished and so having a larger indoor spaces which the rec center is going to provide i think
0: will be fantastic Continue on our conversation with North Platte Mayor Brandon Kelleher. And uh, Mayor, I know this was a this was a PSA that came out last week. and was going to be talked about at yesterday's city council meeting. Is emergency snow route update? Just kind of uh, talk about that a little bit. That's right. We this council was considering the opportunity to add some additional snow
1: routes. Yeah, I think. I don't remember the number, seven or nine, something like that. Anyway, they were looking at adding these snow routes. And we had a gentleman um, who lives near Madison uh, Middle School come in and say, hey, I don't really think this street should be a snow route. And he offered some good reasoning and said, I think maybe you'd be better off to take it to 19th Street rather than 17th Street. And so the the, uh, city employees and the council will take that up. At the next council meeting, we tabled it for now so we could explore what this the gentleman or the input that this gentleman provided. Um, what's ironic about that is we had a, another gentleman come in oh, about a month ago when we had a, a meeting on snow removal, and he said he thinks that 17th Street should be a snow route. <laughs> <And> so <laughs> it just goes to show you opinions vary, and, and that's fine. That's that's what makes America great is we don't all have the same opinion, and nor should we. <clears throat> However. Uh, it, it, at some point we do have to make a decision about that, but it's nice to have lots of information. It's nice to provide different perspectives. And I grew up on B street I lived in a house on B street for 30 some years. And that, uh, that has always been a snow route, at least in for my entire lifetime. And so I grew up shoveling snow out of the driveway a couple of times every time it snowed because the city would come by and, and plow it shut. I mean, that's, that's just something that happens when you're on a snow route. And, um, so that is, it is. Something to consider uh, that you're going to add probably occasionally some work to some folks
0: when we do declare a snow route. And snow routes can always be tough, too tough to you know declare in carney i lived on a snow route pretty much my growing up in carney because we lived right by the hospitals so it's like you said when when the plow trucks come by and they push the snow in your driveway it's like well we got extra snow to remove but it's so and that's what i liked what you said it's in everyone's opinions are different and it's always great to hear feedback from you know from person A, but then person B might have a counter argument. So it's always great to hear feedback as well. Yeah. It, it, it's important when you're
1: serving in government. I know
0: the council appreciates it and I know that I appreciate
1: it because we don't live on every street in North Platte, and we might drive down them, but you don't, you don't really know a place until you live there for a while. You don't understand the dynamics. And so it, if we don't get feedback from folks, it's a little hard to, to always make the best decision. So I appreciate the gentleman that, come and spoke, that came and spoke last night. It was, it was very nice of him to do so.
0: Well, let's also let's now talk about some sewer districts and annexations going on here in North Platte. Right. So we talked about this uh,
1: a couple weeks ago that we're adding a sewer district out south of town, kind of along Walker Road and um, and Buffalo Bill. It's in preparation for a new building that's going in on that corner out there. One of our local convenience stores is adding a location. And then, of course, we have a couple annexations. And we've talked about annexations, I think, every time we get together <laughs> for the last three months, I think. But anyway, we're continuing the annexation process for land out and then kind of on the southeast side of North Platte. And the final reading of those should be on the next meeting, which is February 5th or 6th, whatever the first Tuesday is in February. Uh, and then those annexations should be complete.
0: And then lastly here, uh, sounds like an updating on parking fine ordinance for RVs. Correct. We did an update to the RV parking ordinance a while back, and
1: that ordinance didn't contain exactly a clear definition of what the what the uh, fine would be for an incorrect parked RV. So the police force, in having to enforce this, asked us to clarify, and so the city attorney rewrote the, the fine ordinance and adding in RVs, and so there's a $35 fine. and the, the ordinance, the structure of it looks a little different, but the only change was that we added a $35 fine for the RVs. So a little bit of discussion about that um, in terms of if the area is zoned and dust light industrial or something. But uh, I think it was pretty straightforward.
0: Wrapping up our conversation here with North Platte Mayor Brandon Keller and Mayor up any final thoughts for the listeners tuning along with us. Well, stay safe during these cold temperatures. Of course, we're coming out of it a little bit today, but
1: we're going to have a little bit more um, below zero temperatures, I think, here at night the next few nights. I think it's important for people to remember during these cold temperatures to please go in and uh, make sure at night when it gets really cold, you know, let your faucets drip just a little bit to, to save yourself for some frozen pipes and things like that. And uh, in, in, you live in North Platte. We live you know, on top of an underground river, basically, and so the land moves around a little bit. And so we do get some broken water mains. And, and water lines throughout the winter when it gets severely cold and we try to fix them as fast as we can but uh, certainly a break in the street is inconvenient and unpleasant but boy a break in your house is a lot worse so please make sure you do everything you can to keep your pipe safe
0: well mayor thanks for taking the time for joining us today and have a great rest of your day you too thank you hey folks we'll have more coming up here in just a couple minutes